Hello, hello. Welcome to another podcast episode. It is a Monday, July the... What is it? 17, 18? 18, I think. Hmm, time flies. And um, I'm planning on podcasting a whole lot more than I've been doing uh, so far. I want to do a podcast episode every day from Monday till Friday. I know it's going to be a lot, but I do think I have lots to share. And um, I also, I just, I love doing these podcasts. I love sharing my knowledge and I think it will be very beneficial for you as well as me if I try and do it a little bit more. So there are going to be many different subjects. Um, Of course, I will always focus on confidence and speaking. But if I'm going to do a podcast every day, I'm also going to include grammar, vocabulary and other other topics. So first of all, I wanted to get something off my chest again. I have a very strong opinion on the subject I'm going to talk about right now. Um, I have said this before. In uh, especially my podcast about making mistakes. Um, and that is my opinion on school. And it's uh, it's something I feel strongly about. And I do want to... Uh, it is, I, hope it's, I hope it's not going to be a rant right now. Because um, it's a topic I feel very passionate about. And well, just let's see how it goes. I haven't prepared anything. I'm just going to talk about what I think of it. And um, I know it's going to sound a bit weird because I've been a teacher for a long time. I think I have been an English teacher for almost 20 years. It's, uh, I've, I've taught English in the Netherlands, so English as a foreign language. You can also say English as a second language, but it's a foreign language here, not a second language. And um, yeah, so I've been a teacher for a very long time and I do have a strong opinion on school and I know that people are going to think it's really weird that I have this opinion. But let me explain. I When I started to um, become a teacher, I studied, of course, got my bachelor's degree and uh, eventually my master's degree. And I really wanted to teach. I had this big passion for teaching and that is because... You know, I was very idealistic, so I wanted to help students. I wanted to coach them and teach them and, you know, um, show them that if they become confident and learn English, then um, it will enhance their lives. And that's why I really wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to make a change in the lives of students and I thought teaching was awesome the first couple of years. I had a great time, but there were a couple of things that were bugging me a little bit. And first of all, all the classes, of course, are, um, you know, divided in certain levels, especially when you're in the Netherlands, then um, all the classes have different levels. And so that means you have 20 or 30 students in one classroom and one exact same level. And that's okay, of course, if you are Uh, tested and on that level then fine but they all had to do the exact same thing and um, well that's normal in school but uh, it started to bug me a little bit because you know we don't all have the same learning style and what happened was I had all these students every hour I had a new set of students in my classroom I had to teach them the same thing 
Um, even though uh, one person would be uh, better, for example, in listening and the other would be better in reading. and But it didn't matter because I had to, you know, uh, follow the program and do the same thing. with. All and all my students have different learning styles. Some learn in a visual way, some learn more in an auditory way. So it didn't really make sense to me. And there were some other things that started to bug me. I mean, all my students had to be quiet, sit still, um, in rows of two, listen to what the teacher says. And I know that there are so many students who learn better when they move, when they do things. So I was really trying to do that. I took them outside. But then I got in trouble all the time because I took my students outside into the nature, into nature and you know, uh, taking walks with them. And I was not allowed to do that anymore because, you know, I was a young teacher and I wanted to help my students become better uh, in English. And, um, well, I was not supposed to do things like that. I mean, my students had to sit still, be still, be quiet and never really question the teacher. I mean, that's something that I found so weird. Why do we, you know, we, we encourage our students to think for themselves and have their own opinions, but if they go go uh, against the grain in the classroom or, you know, question the teacher, then all of a sudden they get punished. So it didn't really make sense to me anymore. And that those things bothered me more and more and more. And after a while, I just, I mean, I was also teaching a lot of grammar. I mean, if when you're a teacher, you will know that you have to follow a program. And the only thing I was doing most of the time was teaching them grammar and then the rules and practice exercises, but not in a way that's very effective. But I had to do that because when you're a teacher, you have to follow a certain curriculum, right? So those things bugged me more and more and more. And then I started thinking, you know, our school system has been the same for hundred for a hundred years and that's a long time and I know there have been some changes but not a lot to be honest and I mean how can we coach our students to become independent adults with you know opinions and things like that if we treat them you know like like that in the classroom sit still be quiet never question the teacher um, so why is that I mean, what would happen if we taught the kids other things like uh, how to control yourself, how to control your emotions, how to uh, handle money, uh, how to, you know, um, just be a, a balanced person and not just sit around for eight hours a day listening to the teacher be quiet and learn all these rules. I mean... You know, and that's something that bugged me a lot. And I remember uh, thinking that we are not teaching our students to think for themselves. We are not teaching the students to, you know, um, think about what we're saying or, or even teaching why. Why do uh, are we teaching them these subjects like maths and physics and science and English and French and Spanish? I remember I, I always try to explain my students why English was an important subject to learn. But I also remember lots of my co-workers and, it, it, you know, um, not not to to speak ill of my co-workers, not at all, because um, we all really did did our best. But, 
you know, my coworkers becoming angry if they questioned why they had to learn something. Um, and that's just so sad. And not just that, but all these subjects, all these different subjects, we all expect the students to be, you know, great at everything. And I remember from my old, old school days, uh, I wasn't. I mean, I was very good at languages, absolutely. But, uh, for example, maths and science and physics, I was horrible in those subjects because, you know, those subjects are just are not my thing. And I remember constantly getting low grades and being punished for not being good enough in those subjects. And it really, really did not help my self-esteem. And it's the same for all our students, right? I mean, I have students who are great in languages and are naturally gifted in English. But I also had students who were really struggling with English and they all had to uh, perform at the same level. And that was such a shame, I thought. I mean, think about, um, I remember talking about a quote, um, Einstein quotes in one of my earlier podcasts about mistakes. Um, and that quote is, everybody is a genius, but... If you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing it is stupid. Think about it. Everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish, fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing it is stupid. And isn't it something we do to our students as well? And that's so sad. So... Um, I actually became a little bit burnt out and not happy in my job anymore. I mean, I loved my students. I still do. And I miss my students. I think my students were awesome. But I really started to hate the educational system. How it hasn't changed in a hundred years. How the things we expect of our, ch of, of our students are just not realistic. And of course, we have lots of students who do great and excel. But there are so many students who don't because of the school system. Because of, you know, they're not able to sit still for hours on end. I had, I had these students and they were so restless and they really wanted to, you know, move and be more creative. And creativity is another thing. When, uh, when you think about creativity, um, I can see it in my own kids. When my kids started to, you know, draw and color and they went to school and then they came, came back from school and said, oh, I... Uh, When they and, and I gave them, a, for example, something to color and they were like, oh, I have to stay within the lines because it's important to stay within the lines. And I tried to teach my kids, no, you don't have to. You can, you can color outside the lines if you want to. I mean, no one's telling you you have to stay within the lines if you color. But my kids were like, oh, yes, we do. Our teacher says we have to stay within the lines. It has to look good. It has to look neat. Um, and I think that's sad. Why? Uh, and... Just like, you know, when you're being creative, lots of schools have creative subjects. And that's awesome, really. But when they have these creative subjects, they have to learn all these rules and, you know, abide by all those rules. So, honestly, I do think schools are creativity killers. I mean, when you're very talented at, someone, at something, you still have to, you know, follow all these rules in school and do it exactly as the teacher says. And... I just think that's a shame. I mean, learn to think for yourself, learn to be creative, learn to express yourself the way you want to. And that's just something that I just didn't see in the schools I've worked in anymore. So yeah, there was uh, a moment that I just decided I'm going to quit. I mean, I, I, 
I felt sad for my students. I missed my students. I still miss my students. My students are absolutely, completely awesome. But I just hated the educational system so much. And it, I became so unhappy. Um, because if I look at how much grammar I've been teaching, only grammar, grammar, grammar. But I wanted to create authentic learning opportunities for my students to speak. Because that's something, you know, I'm an English speaking coach right now, a confidence coach. I mean, it is so needed. So many people do have a basic knowledge of English, but they just can't speak. Not because they're not able to, but because they lack the confidence. They never learned how to really communicate in English. Most of us just learned grammar rules and reading. And of course, all these things are important. I realize that. But there are so many more things that are also important and sometimes even more important. I mean, you can teach grammar by teaching students to speak. Um, Real life grammar situations. Let them listen to a podcast and listen to how certain tenses and how certain sentences are structured. And then let them find out for themselves how to talk about the past and the future and, you know, the perfect tenses and things like that. I mean, there's lots of reading. And of course, it's important if you know to know how to read in English. And lots of grammar. And especially in the way of teaching rules and doing these drill exercises. And listening and writing. But how much speaking is there in the English lessons in school? Not a lot. And I saw that in my students, you know, when they were in their last years and facing their exams. And they had this important speaking exam at the end of their career and they would all tell me you know Mrs. De Weert I'm really not used to speaking in English I've had English for five years but I just don't know how to speak and that is such such a shame and I remember when I was teaching I had to do so many grammar uh, tests and reading tests and listening tests that I hardly had time to speak with my students so it's the same for all my ex-co-workers you know um, we all want to do better but it's just not possible if you have this program you have to follow and that's the it's it I was speaking to um, one of my friends and one of my business buddies and uh, she has a company in Myanmar for example and lots of her employees have a lot of knowledge of English but the way English is taught in schools there is just so incredibly old-fashioned that they have big confidence problems in speaking and that is something that it's it's the same here in the Netherlands I mean it's so old-fashioned how uh, lots of subjects are taught still I mean it's 2022 and it's it's just such a shame and it's so sad and then it's no wonder why people have trouble with speaking so yeah, <laughs> I uh, I've been ranting for a long time now, but I do ha- I did ha- I I had to get this off my chest, and um, it's the reason why I became an English confidence coach, just because you know I realized that education is lacking, and um, I really want to help people, especially coaches and other entrepreneurs, to become better speakers and. Um, And I understand how difficult that is. I remember, you know, for myself, I I had English in school. And I was pretty good at English. And then I started to study English. But that also meant I had to speak. 
And speaking English, even though I've been doing my bachelor and my master's degree in English, speaking has always been something that's been difficult for me. Not because I'm not able to, but because, you know, you have to be pretty confident to speak in another language. And um, so I completely understand why that's so difficult for so many people. So if, um, if you want more tips and tricks, uh, definitely follow me on Instagram. I'm going to put a link to my Instagram page in the description. I am also going to put a link to my free masterclass in the description. I would love it if you could be there. It's going to be on July the 28th and 8 p.m. Central European time. You would have to see um, Google whatever it is in your own time zone, Central European time, 8 p.m., and um, I am going to be make a, I'm going to make a replay available after the masterclass. So I'm going to do it live first. But if you sign up and you can't be there, um, you'll get a replay in your inbox. So I really hope to uh, see you there. And I am going to take the time to answer questions if you have them. So if you're there live, you will be able to ask questions. And um, I will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm going to do a special episode. I'm going to interview someone, um, a friend of mine who also is a coach. She empowers busy women for more balance and uh, positivity in their lives. And she is also Dutch, but she has an English biz, English speaking business. So I'm going to interview her tomorrow. So tune in again tomorrow and... Um, If you want to register for my masterclass, I'll put the link in the description. Thank you for listening.